I'm Shane Wilson. Brian Copney, Mike Frost. And we're trying not to get sued. We're back. Been a little bit since we recorded. We went longer, though. Yep. Yep. In the house. We bet we're both. Well, all three of us, Mike, can't be here tonight because he has work. We're all middle class people. We're loosely in the middle class about to fall the fuck out of it if shit gets much more expensive. Hanging on to the damn middle class. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads us into what we're wanting to talk about first, which is Oliver Anthony and his song, Richmond, North of Richmond. And, dude, I loved it. I hate to uh, sound like a billboard and broadcasting this dude and and advertising for him, because I don't know this dude from Adam. But if you have a job, you got to listen to this song. And notice I said if you have a job, I don't care where you work. It don't matter. If you have a job, you need to listen to this song, and it, it it should grab you in so many different ways. It should grab you in, by your lifestyle. It should grab you by your pocketbook. It should grab you by your your family. I mean, it it says some stuff. Yeah, and just it should grab you by the fact that uh, there ain't a guy out here anymore that ain't giving almost fifty percent of his money to taxes. And people want to say, "Oh, you they thirty percent," but if you really think about it, like. Taxes, you pay your income tax. You pay taxes on everything you buy. You pay taxes on your property every year. Like it's mm-hmm. some kind of, you still have rent even though you own. Yes. So you you have rent to the state for the privilege of living in their pothole-ridden fucking counties. You yes. know what I mean? You have to pay for the privilege of driving on their roads. Yeah. And so I'd say if you worked it out, you probably are... High 40s, 50% of your pay going to uh, government and things that are beyond your control. Yes. With 50% of your money. And that wasn't designed to be. I don't care Republican or Democrat. The design of the government and taxes was so the people could have some say in where the taxes go. And that that has truly slid the hell off. Well, I mean, and taxes are supposed to be for protections against outside threats and you know reassuring borders and make sure nobody takes advantage of your country stuff like that well i mean and i I don't know how how most people feel but and this is getting into some other shit uh policing policing uh policing was designed to protect property and people if a Vlagrant comes on your property and tries to steal something from you or tries to harm your family. That's what policing was designed to do. And also, like, what a lot of people don't look at it with policing, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's so that uh, the bigger guy down the street it doesn't come take what the fuck you got. Yes. Yes. But now it's turned into policing is actively going around trying to find shit to do or find shit to fuck with. Um. I don't necessarily agree with that part. I mean, but without laws, can we really call ourselves a civilization? That part I get. Yeah, and I get that too. But what I think we do is we pass laws and we never abolish any laws. Yes. So maybe we should go into where if we're going to pass a new law, we should take three laws that don't fucking matter anymore and do away with them. Every time we pass a law. I heard they got one where you can beat your wife on the courthouse steps on Sunday. 
We need to keep. That I can't one. get. I can't get her out the house on Sunday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get her to go for a ride. But uh, yeah, I, I fully agree with that. If we're gonna if we're gonna make some laws, let's do away with a couple. If you're gonna vote on something, let's vote on that. But the, I, I'm not gonna jump in into and the legalize marijuana. Part. Let's quit fucking around with that. I mean, come on, yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. It's already out there anyway. Yeah. Go on ahead and do it. But we're not gonna jump down the politics hole uh, just yet. I do want to. Uh, I'm gonna throw Shane on the spot here. Have you seen uh, what this? Uh, M. Knight, I hate to demolish this dude's last name. Yeah, th- this producer. And he's making a movie that's supposed to come out in uh, April of next year about aliens. And in the preview, he talks about the difference between gray aliens and blue aliens. And that, when I saw it, I was like, holy shit. So, and I said all of that because I'm still, I believe there's life form out there. Uh, I can't say who's seen them and who hasn't. Uh, I'll say this, and and I'm a big time Christian believer, and but I have common damn sense. And if I believe God, it's a big universe, brother. Made an entire universe. I can't believe this is the only universe He made, and I can't believe He made one planet with a single uh, mankind on it, and that's it. And do you think that, like, in this? big universe that we don't quite understand that we don't even understand enough to say whether there's creation or the big bang or whatever yeah that uh we are the finest creation or we're the finest development from the big bang i've said it before on here we kind of suck man well we don't treat each other right no we worry about aesthetics on a person instead of getting to know them We, we don't progress ourselves as a people yeah. We progress ourselves as individuals. Um, I'll call it back to mind. The uh, It's an old movie. Uh, I don't know how many people pay attention to it, but it's called Valerian. And basically, it was uh, called the, uh, the City of a Thousand Planets. Basically, all the planets and all the life forms in the universe that had any type of intelligence brought it all to one centralized place. And from there... Each civilization could take this technology, that technology, and learn from each other and broaden their species. If you want to say that you're the greatest part of mankind, damn, why can't you at least do that? Dude, you want to talk about technology? What if, what if they've known about how is it going to affect the way people think about the people in charge if this is the case? Like, say that... They've known about alien technologies for a while and alternative energies and ways to apply it to make the world better, but they don't apply them because of money. 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 Yeah. And this is a real discussion now. You know, there's what is out there. I mean, I I still got an issue with the fact that I got to pay for Internet service and that's some shit that's in the air. I mean, I get, I pay for water. I see that. I pay for sanitary. I see that. Electricity. I see that. But internet service is in the air. How are you going to charge me for some shit that's in the air? I done told you about that motherfucker pedaling up there, trying to get that fucking internet. <laughs> I, got, I got four TVs and five iPhones. Hell and- yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I, I'll say this. Uh, along the lines of government, 
I'll tell you something that I learned recently that I didn't know. I thought it was a big-ass joke. Uh, Space Force. I thought that that was some shit that Donald Trump just threw out there or put together in an effort to, you know, gather money or, or bolster his campaign. No. That shit is a real thing. They do real work. And it is a real... I mean, it's damn near the fucking MIBs. It's the fucking men in black, bro. I mean, they are doing big shit. And if you try to step in their way, they'll show up one day on your porch and flashy thing you. Next thing you know, they erased your mind. I swear to God. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Space Force. I think that they should have named it different. You know? Like... <laughs> Hey, it balls. sounds like some space ball shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yeah, I mean, but apparently it's it's some real deal stuff. And the applications, I guess, that you learn in Space Force, dudes are actually getting out of there. Now they're applying it to NASA or applying it to other private companies. I still say, I mean, as soon as Elon Musk decides he wants to go to Jupiter, that dude's going to take off. You can't stop him. He's got the money. He's got the technology. Shit. Anybody that can blow up or tear down a bridge just so you can get your yacht through right. and then build the motherfucker back. That was that was Bezos. Yeah, but Bezos but he does he doesn't have that type of money though. Shit, but uh listen, Brian, we're still over here. You're talking about going to Jupiter. Yeah. And we're still over here arguing about the earth being flat. <laughs> These dudes talking about going to Jupiter. I have a hard time getting to fucking Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, man, it's true. I mean, I guess it is mind state. I was all, especially in regards to money. You think in, in the terms of dollars, you make dollars. You think in the terms of hundreds, you make hundreds. Millionaires think in the terms of millionaires. And they make millions of dollars. I mean, it's about how you fucking think, man. Broaden your fucking scope. Broaden your horizons. We're back, and I'm going to let Brian bring us into our next subject there. I want to uh, talk about uh, one of the biggest gangsters in the game right now. This dude is real Dude, don't deal. give a fuck. He ain't playing. Motherfucker quit school because of recess. He ain't playing. And that's Vladimir Putin. I don't know if you've been watching the news or not, but there was a high-ranking general in Putin's government that he actually put in charge of the war Ukraine before he even moved in. Well, when they moved in and they seen that this was a battle they weren't going to win as easily as what they thought, this general came back and told Putin and told the general public that this was a bad idea. Putin didn't do his research. He might not be on to what they think he's on. Well, last week, this high-ranking government official was taking a flight to somewhere in Europe, you know, along with some other people, and suddenly... The plane is hit and does a nosedive, crashes, kills everybody on board. Now, it's rumored that prior to the crash, there was a missile somewhere in the area. I'm going to go out on the line and say... A Russian missile? You fucks with Putin. You got a problem. And here's how I know it was a Russian missile. Because if it was a U.S. missile or any other country, oh, Putin would be hot. Hot. He'd be blowing up shit all over the place. But nah. Yeah, now he's like, there was no missile. There was no missile. There's no missile. We didn't see anything. We're going to lay flowers on the grave and drive on. This is a tragedy. Nah. Now we move past. In other words, Putin's saying, if you somebody off in my camp, break out, dog. Like he said, dude, we'll trim the fucking fat. He ain't playing. 
That's really scary shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. some... Uh, and you wonder why... Why is it... Why is it dragging on like it is? The Ukraine deal. Why is it so valuable for him? It, at some point, it almost seems like it's like pride. Yeah. Instead yeah. of instead of having a goal, we just we just don't want to lose. I think what what happened was uh, the U.S., Russia, um, Japan not not Japan China were considered superpowers of the world. Yeah, and they want to be in there. One of the superpowers couldn't overtake this little bitty country right next door. What's that say? You ain't shit. Say? Yeah, your army ain't as big as bad as what you thought it was. You got you got a civilian army whipping your ass. We had to take a break again, but I wanted to tell Brian a story of a lesson I learned this morning that I didn't need to learn that I already knew, but <laughs> I learned it. And the lesson is: do not give anybody a ride from Sheets Harper Road. Okay. And anybody that lives in the area knows I'm a fucking idiot for this, but so this morning, and whether you were up or not, this morning in Beckley, West Virginia, a storm rolled through around 7.30 or 8 o'clock. Yeah, big one. And I had to go, I owed some money to some people for, like, I'm play, I'm in a football pool and just some stuff I needed to tie up, loose ends whenever payday come around. So I needed $20 cash money. So I go into Sheets Harper Road, go to the ATM. You know, I'm typing my money, and I, I hear somebody walk in, and I glance over my shoulder, and they're walking towards me. Well, but I'm at, the ATM. Yeah. I'm at the ATM, so I'm thinking maybe they need to use the ATM. They don't want to talk to me. Okay. Well, I found out very quickly that wasn't the case. They were coming in to talk to me. And they were like, "Is an old woman drenched from the rainstorm. Check on your grandmas. Okay, everybody out there, check on your grandmas. And I'm going to get into why here in just a minute. So I realized that she's coming in to talk to me. And she's, uh, you know, drugs can skew the age range that you think somebody is. But I'm thinking about 60, 65, somewhere in that area. And she says, can you give me a ride? And she's soaked from the weather and everything. I said, I'm not trying to, I ain't really got time. I'm trying to get to work. I'm trying to, like, I can't deal with this right now. Mm -hmm. I've got shit to do today. And she was like, look at me. She's drenched. You know, I was like, I see you. Uh, Fuck it, man. Get, let's go. Where are you going? And she said the water company, which from if you're from here, Sheets Harper Road and the water company, half mile. Quarter mile. Shit. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, all right, get in the truck. We get in the truck, and I'm, you know, she gets in the truck, and we're pulling up out of Sheets, and I make the right to go down towards the red light to go across town. And mm-hmm. she's like, you have pretty eyes. And I, well, he thanks. does. He does. Thank I'm you. looking at him right now. Yeah, she said, you can't live your whole life and not know you have pretty eyes. I'm sure you know that. And I was like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And she goes, do you know that, well, let me follow that. She told me that she would pay me to take her to the water company. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
I don't want your fucking money. I don't need your money. Yeah. Well, okay, so we're going to skip ahead now. I needed to fill that in because it's relevant to what happens next. So I pull up, and I'm getting ready to make that right to go down to the red light, and she says, you know, I give the best blowjob in the country. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, ma'am, I don't want a blowjob. I don't, I said. Words you never thought you would utter in your life. Yeah, and especially not wanting the best blowjob in the country. In the country, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I don't want your blowjob. She said, well, do you have any money you can just give me? And I was like, no, I don't have any money I can just give you. Yes, I got 20 bucks out. I owe that to somebody. I can't give it to you. And she's like, oh, okay. So then the rest of the ride, through the red light, all that, silent. And this is like a 45-second to two-minute ride. Yeah, it ain't nothing. Yeah. You know, so I go, and she's, you know, make a ride at the water company, bam, and she says it's it's a house with, it's brick with a right white roof. And I didn't see no house like that. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, white trim. The shutters and shit are white. On the left-hand side. All right. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Well, I see the house, and I pull in a parking lot because right next to the house. Because I knew somebody that used to live in that house, and I know how narrow the driveway is, and I'm in a full-size truck. Mm-hmm. So I pull in next to it into that parking lot, and she's like, I don't know if I can walk over that berm because I got a bad knee. And I said, listen, get the fuck well, out, out of my, my truck. truck. <laughs> 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 I've been as nice as I can for as long as I can. Yes. You know what I mean? Get yes. the fuck out of my truck. But uh, I guess the moral of the story is check on your grandma's to make sure she's not sh- sucking dick at sheets. Yeah. You know, because that's somebody that's somebody's mama. Yes. You know, and it, uh, it does happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after she got out of the truck, I thought, what if I really didn't take the best blowjob in the country? God damn. Yeah. Well, my granddad told me. When you're young, you thank God for all the pussy you get. When you're old, you thank God for all the pussy you passed up. <laughs> so, I mean, that that may be true. So, um, I learned a lesson this morning that I already fucking knew. <laughs> Don't give anybody a ride home from Sheets Harper Road. Oh, my God. Because they, they have unpure intentions. That, that's a that's an eloquent way to pull it, Shane. That, yeah. That's that's a very eloquent way to throw it out there. They don't have good or pure the purest of intentions. And you know what? That sheets on Harper Road right there, that's a fucking gold mine for money. I mean, who whoever owns that, I guarantee they don't give a fuck what's going on there. But they are watching their bottom line, and. I mean, we've talked about Beckley PD policing it. Okay, they do or they don't. Uh, I've seen where they've hired private security firms. They do or they don't. I mean, but if you're open all night long, shit, the McDonald's around the way now no longer is open all night long because they was getting problems. Damn, son. And they were drive through only, bro. Yeah. Who the fuck standing at the drive through fucking with you? Oh, I'll tell you who. And now this <laughs> this is my story. Here we go. Me and my daughter, my, my oldest daughter, and and if you know me, I have an oldest daughter who's so much like me. We're, we're, we're party animals, but within a family, you know? So it was like uh, 1230 at night. It's a spring night. It's warm. 
I mean, I'm in the uh, SUV with the sunroof open. We're good. So we go to McDonald's. I mean, she, she's like, hey, Dad, I want some fries. You want to go to McDonald's? Sure, sure. Let's, let's go get some fries. So we drive to the McDonald's. We're in the drive-thru. And there's a guy in a car in the uh, other lane right beside us. And he's having a very hard time with his order. Dude is slurring his speech. Like, he cannot. He needs that sober up meal, bro. Man, he, yeah. he was really in need. I've been there. But I get done ordering my food, and I pull off. And, you know, at that McDonald's, there are two lanes merging into one. So when I pulled off, he pulls up beside me. At this point, he's almost like T-bone with my car. And his passenger gets out, and he comes to my side of the car. Now, I'm a very paranoid guy. If you see me, much like Shane, if you see me, usually there's a pistol within two steps of me somewhere. Absolutely. Somewhere. Whether it's in my car, whether it's on my person, it's somewhere. Is this guy wanting to fuck around? So when he walks up to the driveway, when he walks up to the side of my car, I reach down. And he says, hey, partner, how you going to get in front of me and take my food? So I look at him. I said, man, it's not like that. I ordered mine. You ordered yours. And I guarantee they're going to give us the food we're supposed to get. You're going to get yours, dude. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah, I didn't sneak through. Yeah, I I said, I'm not jumping line or nothing like that. He says, well, I tell you what, you're going to back up and let us go. Or we gonna have a problem. When he says that, I take the pistol and set it on my lap. My daughter beside me goes, "Oh God, Daddy, no! Oh God!" And I look dead at him, dead in this dude's eye, and it says, "Well, let's have the fucking problem." About that time, he looked at me. I seen his eyes glance at my lap, and he was like, "Fuck you, punk!" And he went and got in his car. An old me would have got out of my car and decided, who's who's the fucking punk? Let's get it in. No. Yeah, man, I ain't fist fighting no more. The new it. me rolled my window up, got my fries and my cheeseburger meal, and drove the fuck on. That's probably why the drive-thru ain't open no more, because these dudes were fucking crazy, man. I mean, and it was... Well, Brian, I don't know, simple man. shit, man. The I, simplest of shit. I think you should have been stealing his food, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? The, the good guy in me should have actually paid for his food and drove the fuck on. I should have done that. Nah, but fuck nah, that dude, man. Nah. When he said, fuck you, punk. But he really thought that I was just that herb ass dude that was going to be like, I'll throw my shit in reverse and let you go. Nah. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. When I put that pistol on my lap, uh, yeah, I would have had no problems at all in that McDonald's drive-thru, laying you flat on your back, throwing my shit in park, waiting for Beckley PD and say, you see where I'm sitting? You see where he's laying? What do you think happened? Well, I wasn't going to flatten Mama. You know what I mean? (laughs) She just out there giving blowjobs. You know, the best blowjobs in the country. Hey, she was like Arby's. Mm-hmm. She wanted the meats. 
You know what? I should have asked her how much because I'd like to know how much the best blowjob in the country was. Because if she was like five bucks, that's definitely not the best blowjob in the country. Well, I mean, you can't get the best blowjob in the country for five bucks. She don't know the U.S. economy. Inflation's a motherfucker right now. I mean, and and if her blowjobs are still at 1960s prices, she ain't keeping up. All right, brother, the watering hole. The watering hole is a place you want to be. If you're hungry, if you're thirsty for adult beverages, 2552 Ritter Drive in Daniels is where you want to be. They got food specials. They got drink specials. Every day you show up is something magical and new. I'll tell you right now, these wings, the wings are, are off the top. They draw you in. Next thing you know, you're having two beers and you're waking up in front of the toilet. Come to the watering hole, 2552 Ritter Drive. That's where you want to be, outdoor and live entertainment just for you. Yeah, check them out. And what I want to get into is we now have a guest on the podcast, Shane Steins. He's our most regular guest we got. What's up, man? Oh, yeah. I'm here. Let's do it. All right. I want to talk to you about a contest that your daughter entered you into earlier today. All right. What is it? All right, so we were out there, the, all the girls were picking up their shirts and slapping their bellies. Okay. And I picked up mine, started slapping mine, and your daughter said, my dad is way fatter than you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you're going to win this competition. I don't think you're going to win it. I have a talent. <laughs> okay, hey, skills uh, are great, bro. So... I'm able to, over the course of five minutes, I can inflate my stomach to proportions. You got that, bro. Not quite as big. As no, no, I don't think you I got that. Bro. I've lost. Never mind. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not the guy that's gonna measure this shit out for y'all. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> she, she definitely set me up for failure, Shane. Yes, Sorry. She did. Well, I, I think she had, I think she had good intentions for you. And she that's did. a great thing. Yeah. 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 She was like, my, my dad's, my dad's better best. than you. I'm yeah. telling yeah. you right now. Uh, yeah. But well, she didn't realize what she was actually saying. You know. She, I mean, <laughs> she. <laughs> Kids proportions. Yes. I I want to point out real fast. um, I'm looking at a cowboy's hat. I want to puke. Oh, God. I want to puke. Dude, ain't it game one? It is. Ain't it game one? We should do a podcast of some sort. Let's kind of do, you know, get together after or before, maybe. Before? So we can talk shit and see what happens? I'm going to be honest with you. Dude, I'm game for that. I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to do a uh, fantasy draft. Well, Brian's a Jets fans now. Man, shut something up. See, I'm, I'm trying to. You see how I edit it myself? I mean, you said Jets are almost ah oh, oh, but no. Uh, we need to do a fantasy draft podcast. That'd be fun. Where, where we come together and just talk about players and, and what we think they're going to do in fantasy. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers are going to shit the bed. I'm going to throw it out there. I, do I don't give a fuck Super what you say. Super teams don't work in the NFL. They man. don't. They don't. Uh, there's a reason why Green Bay let this dude go. He's wonderful in the regular. God, he's I'm wonderful. Disagree a touch on no, the no, super no. teams not working. L- listen Just to a touch, but it's one player. He is wonderful. He's wonderful in in the uh, regular season. And he gets to the NFC or the AFC uh, championship game, shits the bed every fucking okay. year. Five fucking years in a row. So the closest did. thing I can think of to a super team being created was Tom Brady going to Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, you got and bringing all these people in that. True. that were 
misfits on these bullshit contracts are retired. Antonio Brown. Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Gronk, even. Gronk, yes. Yeah. Well, Gronk was not past his prime or a problem player or nothing. He just come out of retirement to play with Tom. Yeah. So, like, that's the only, but that is the only example of a super team I can think of in the NFL was whenever I think of Tampa Bay that one year. Well, I, so no, I understand I, what you're playing because uh, I understand what you're saying, though, because football is such a team sport. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to throw a wrench in that because how many years did Tom take a salary cut in New England so they could bring in right. the talent? To bang in a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, man, that's the whole... I mean, dude, dude, dude was like, fuck my money, bring me a team. But we've had this Ten argument... Ten fucking Super Bowl <laughs> rings? God damn. We've right. had this argument before on uh, money versus legacy. Yes. yes. And there's very few... There's very few people that are going to take the legacy over the money. True. True. Once again, we're more concerned with individual performance, individual stats, as opposed to team or historic stats. I'm a firm believer that there are a lot of people in in Canton, in the NFL Hall of Fame, that ain't got no fucking business being there. Recently, they uh, they inducted, uh, what's the tackle from the Cleveland Browns, Wyatt, uh, is it Wyatt Taylor? I hope I'm not saying this dude's name wrong. Yeah, man, but, but he, he deserved it. Dude okay, I ten, thought you were going the other way, and I was going to say, dude, ten years on a team at top performance that, and in each year they had a losing record, but he was on his game every year. Yeah, dude gave year. up like nothing. Yeah, nothing. Dude I mean, gave dude up was nothing on his stuff. But I mean, and see, and, and the thing about that guy is, he also had a chance to go to better teams to go to better teams. Switch. Yeah. And the players around him wanted him to. Yeah, you know they yeah. wanted him to. And he said, "I want to stay here with." Yeah, this is this is home. This is yeah. where I want to be. But and let me ask your opinion on this. We were talking about football and NFL being a team sport. Do you think the Hall of Fame is an individual sport or individual stats? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, because let's take uh, let's take a player like. Chris Carter. Well, see, man, like the one thing I like about it being individual is that somebody being drafted to a shitty team shouldn't decide whether that player was great or not. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I also agree with the the Hall of Fame committee shouldn't consist of sports writers. It should be players who played the game knows the sacrifice that went into it, have done it for themselves, and can recognize or how this about guy's a, mother- a Hall of Famer. Uh, well, how about a motherfucker that actually grow, gra- that had to grab a hold of this guy? <laughs> Shit. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. The news is like, man, this guy was different. Yes. If you ever had to... I hate fucking Pittsburgh. I hate the Steelers. But if you ever had to tackle Jerome Bettis, you ain't want that action, bro. No. What? Uh, Troy Palomalu. You didn't want that action. The best I could have an example of it was my older brother, Chris. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I've met this man. Notice I said grown-ass man. Like, I knew growing up, I fucked with him a lot. But I knew every time I fucked with him, he's going to handle me. Yeah. And But I still did it. And I didn't know other people knew that about him. Yeah. 
but other football players from other teams. Like, I'll give you an example. I was down here at the bowling alley one time, and we're all sitting there talking on bullshit with, uh, there's people from Independence, there's, and they're all football players, there's people from uh, Marsh Fork, and we're all sitting there bullshitting and talking around, you know, and I was telling my brother's coming, and he walks through the door on the other side of the bowling alley, and that's all, they're, my brother's right there, and they've all look at him, and look back at me, and they're like, that looks like Chris Wilson. Like, it is. It is. And they're yeah. like, Damn. All right, dude, we'll holler. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they, they wanted to hang out and fucking talk to him and shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's how that's how his name traveled around the area for how good of a lineman he was. Like, yeah. Nobody wanted to line up against him. Nobody wanted, they didn't want that action. They didn't want to see what that. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I- I'll tell you right now, when I see the dude walk into Buffalo Wild Wings, I sit the fuck down. Yeah, I ain't got too much to say right now until he says, hey, what's up? What up, dude? I'll, I'll even put on my deep voice so I can seem tough. I don't want none of that. I yeah, really dude's don't. Dude's a big cat, man, yeah. which I got. I'm not a small guy, and I'm the smallest. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. <laughs> Definitely. Damn. But in, in the NFL, man, I mean, you take guys like, uh, like Chris Carter, like um, – Tory Holt, uh, what's the what's the the small guy who played for uh, the the Charlotte Panthers? Uh, play wide receiver, can't think of his name. It's Steve. Uh, Steve. Damn, I can't think of his name. But th- that dude was a monster. I mean, th- there were bigger D backs, and he talked straight trash. You you can't hold me. Okay, so. Do you have a problem with it being individualized? or No, not at all. I'm saying that it should be. Because if I gave my all and my life and I gave sacrifices to the game just because I was on a losing team for so many years, why am I not Hall of Fame material? Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. I mean, there's so many. Like a lot of people talk about the credit that that quarterbacks get. That's one thing that I think – that quarterbacks are held to a higher standard as a lineman or a wide receiver yeah. or something like that, yeah. that if they don't get to the dance and they don't win Super Bowls, that they have less of a chance of Hall of Less fame. of a legacy. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to a lineman or something. So uh, the Hall of Fame talk is so different because it can be individualized and team-based because if you're a quarterback and you can't get there – you're probably not going to make it. Warren Moon. That's another one. I mean, Randall Dude Cunningham. Was a monster. It's another one. You yeah. did not want to see Michael Vick. You did not want to see this cat on the field. Dude, like, why? That's one thing I can't understand about successful people. Maybe it's a fun thing or a boredom thing. Man, if why are you fighting dogs? Here's and, and I'm not making any excuse for him. I believe that it's inhumane. I believe that it's disgusting and gross and all kinds of stuff. Because I've seen the photos. I've seen what comes from it. But uh, right now, we're in West Virginia. And if somebody comes in here right now and says, dude, I got West Virginia spring water. I'm down. Dude, throw it right here on the table. Let's hit this jar off. Anybody in California or Arkansas, why would you be drinking something that somebody made 
out in the woods. Dude, that's the good shit. What are you Dude. talking about? Dude, I was in Maryland, and there was a wedding toast made that mentioned the moonshine I can get. We'll, okay. we'll, ta- we'll talk about this shit off air, bro, because I'm down. <laughs> well, like, they were like, uh, you know, they hear all this stuff about ethanol and this and that. Yeah. And if you drink it, you'll go blind. Mm-hmm. That's you what know? I'm saying. Yeah. And Dude didn't know what he's doing. Make some shit. Apparently, the maid of honor woke up, was sleeping her eye or something, thought she was blind. And she called the bride to ask her. Where'd you get? If you think the moonshine made me blind. And it was part of the wedding toast. So I was over there waving. <laughs> That's that? that good shit, bro. That's that good shit. But the, the point of what I'm saying is, if you grew up doing something, it's second nature to you. You grew up fighting chickens. You grew up racing cars. You grew up. I mean, th- this is second nature fun to you. So, I mean, you're immune to the gore or or the viciousness of these dogs. And, I mean, you didn't see it like that. But aside from that, dude goes to prison. Prison for what he did. Pays his debt to society. And you still can't get over letting him play the game? Yeah, I mean, see, I'm a big proponent of that. Like, what you're talking about now is your debt's whatever is decided by the judge for you to serve should be all you serve. Yes. Whether it's a felony, whether it's whatever. They decided your punishment. It shouldn't be something that follows you your whole life. Well, how do you think think about gun rights and voting rights for federal inmates? I mean, uh, you're basically like, if you you tell somebody they can't vote and they can't own a gun, you're telling me if you you commit a crime that's a felony— why let you out? You, you're telling this dude he's a piece of shit, and he's not. The, I'm gonna the Constitution say, says we the people, I'm gonna and you're say, telling him he ain't the people. I'm going to say something right now that I think voting and the Second Amendment are necessary and absolute human rights. I agree. I agree. And it doesn't matter. Once you serve your time that was decided that that's what time you have to serve for your country for your crime for your crime not for your country i'm sorry for that for your crime then you shouldn't have to pay no more well think about this or if there's since you say you're gonna do six years in prison and you've got to do eight years on a list where you can't do this probation yeah after that you're good to go well, think about this. Dude goes to federal prison for four or five years, gets out, does three years on paper, probation. He's, he's, he thinks he's done. But there's a person right across the street from you that every time they think they need more money, they have more kids. They don't have a job. Their rent's free. Their food's free. Their utilities are free. Their cell phone's free. And, and your they, dollar ain't shit. And your dollar ain't a damn thing. It's taxed to the motherfucker. <laughs> but that dude, that woman, we're, we're willing to support. But the dude who paid his debt to society and now is forced to have a job, which is good. He has a job. But you're telling him he can't vote and he can't own a gun? I got a little issue with that, bro. Yeah, I do too. I think that the whatever's decided for you and I think that 
not allowing people to have the full extent of what they're capable of after they get out of prison leads to reoffending. We're, we're talking about a 65% recidivism rate in the United States. I know it because I'll, I'll talk about that shit uh, uh, elsewhere. But we, the people, in have 65? certain inalienable rights. What are you going to do with that? And 65%, I don't know if anybody understands that, but that's most. Yes, the majority. The majority of those. And these, these are not people who are going back to uh, economically deprived areas. These are people who are your fucking neighbors coming back to your area, moving into where you live, and because of what they can't do, they go back to what they think they know how to do well, which okay. is selling whatever they sell. So if you're, just put yourself there. If you're in a situation where you can't get, what would you do to get? question i know i know me and my family i'm about to do whatever yeah that's right this little girl looking at me said daddy i'm hungry and i open up that fridge and ain't got nothing open up that pantry i ain't got nothing honey daddy will be back yeah i'm gonna bust your head that's our podcast thanks for listening if you listen look us up on facebook try not to get sued no g try not to get sued at gmail try not to get sued at outlook thanks for listening if you listen